This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Good day, my friends. It is a great day to have a great day. Welcome back to the Soundness of Mind Sidekick, a podcast that journeys through nurturing our mental health together. My name is Allie, and I'm going to be serving as your sidekick as we continue to walk this earthly journey together. Mental health is an awkward topic to start with, and it often comes with different reactions based on your life experiences. Stigmatization surrounds us everywhere we look. When we even look at movies and television, they often use the person with mental health issues to be the villain. Individuals who struggle with anxiety are often viewed as being cowardly or dangerous. Those that struggle with depression are told just to get a grip or get over themselves. Stigmatization comes from a lack of understanding. And it also comes with ignorance at times and misinformation. Although our country has made strides in tearing down this stigmatization, it's still considered a taboo topic. As a society, we have to realize we need to help nurture mental health, not be the reason that additional problems occur. When we think about our mental health, no matter if you have a flare-up or if you are in a normal mental health status and then you are later diagnosed with an illness or a disorder, We need to realize that we have a responsibility within our own lives to make sure we are doing our part in nurturing our mental health. As we continue this journey, we're going to spend time doing deep dives into different ways to nurture our mental health. And today's topic is one of major importance. It's about nurturing our mental health through incorporating physical health. How often when your mental health status is low, do you notice that you have a lack of energy? Or how often when your mental status changes, do you notice that you feel unmotivated to do activities, even activities that are your typical hobbies? Well, there's a chemical imbalance that often occurs that causes the feel-good neurotransmitters from firing the way that they're supposed to. Engaging in physical activity, whether it's aerobic exercise, taking up yoga, going for a swim, going for a walk, all of these things triggers the release of endorphins. And these are natural stress and pain relievers. Now, I might be aging myself just a little bit, but I'm wondering how many of our listeners have ever seen Legally Blonde. It's a movie that stars Reese Witherspoon as a law student. During this movie, she uh, ends up being hired for a as a first-year intern on a murder trial. At one point, she makes a comment about the client they're defending that says, exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people don't shoot their husbands. They just don't. The overall theme of exercise giving you endorphins and endorphins making you happy is accurate. Mental health and brain fog seem to be connected. When we apply physical activity into our lives, especially when we are in a mental health battle, It's been proven to help us with problem solving. Physical activity has been proved to help us with our attention to detail. And physical activity has also been proven to help with our memory function. So this means that if you want to actively strive for a resolution, if you are battling a mental health situation, adding physical activity to your daily routine will provide additional ability to process the events at hand, which 
in turn will help to work towards healing and resolution. Now, I've worked with others that have told me they sleep a lot when they're dealing with mental health issues. One thing about getting a lot of sleep due to mental health crisis, it typically doesn't mean you're getting good sleep. Now, according to the Sleep Foundation, people with depression and anxiety often struggle with sleep disorders or other health disorders. Oversleeping and difficulty sleeping are effects of depression, and adolescents and older adults with depression are most likely to experience excessive sleepiness. Oversleeping impacts your overall health and can have a negative effect just as a lack of sleep does. Early research suggests that longer sleep worsens the inflammation in the body, it decreases your immune function, and it can lead to other chronic diseases. Physical activity can help regulate sleep patterns, aiding your ability to sleep in a way that has a positive impact on your mental health versus sleeping in a way that causes you harm. Getting the right kind of sleep is essential for maintaining emotional resilience. Getting the right kind of sleep is essential for managing your stress. And getting the right kind of sleep is essential for preventing mood disorders. When we do not stay physical during a mental health crisis or a mental health situation, it impacts our overall health. Avoiding physical activity has shown to increase the risk for those by developing certain situations like obesity, frequent mental health distress, it can cause an increase in risk of coronary heart disease. It can cause an increase in developing diabetes. And it has been shown to increase the risk of a stroke. If you are already battling chronic medical conditions and you choose to actively avoid doing physical activity, it's going to cause additional mental health strain, which is only going to further impact your overall health. Being invested in your physical health means being aware of the type of foods you're consuming. I can't tell you how many times I get asked why when folks are battling a mental health situation, when they're stressed out, they tend to crave junk food or especially they crave desserts. I'm not the first one that has pointed out that the word stressed spelled backwards is desserts. Eating healthy when the mental health struggle is happening is a challenge. I never used to be a stress eater until I went to college. When I was in high school, I was diagnosed as a young teenage girl with endometriosis. And that came with intense situations on my physical and mental health, as well as my emotional health. My body went through a lot because of different medications that I was on to treat it and to try to keep it at bay. When I got to college, my body continued to go through medical struggles related to the endometriosis. And because of that, I began to put on weight. Now, some of that weight was because of medications. Some of it was because of having endometriosis and undiagnosed PCOS at the time. And part of that was also because I was so stressed out that I was eating the wrong foods. I ended up gaining a lot of weight, which only added to my mental health struggles because then I started to not like the person I saw in the mirror. Food became my escape. And it took a long time to get better at 
understanding what I was putting in my body was only hurting my overall goals. So if you feel alone or you feel shameful because of the way you eat, no, you're, you're not alone. You have community. You have folks that are in the same boat as you are. Well, they're not in the same boat. They're in the same storm. But we're all in our own version of the boat. Some days I feel like I am in a canoe that can't stay upright, if you know what I'm saying. Physical health is crucial to mental health because it offers a chance to be around others that can become a support system. So if you're struggling to get active, if you feel like you have nowhere to turn, if you need help understanding the dietary things that you need to change in your life, reaching out to friends and family, or even seeing if there are support groups or other type of group activities in your community can help you along your journey. Social connections are crucial for mental health well-being. They provide a sense of belonging. They reduce the feelings of loneliness and they offer emotional support. You don't have to be at your fittest. You don't have to be able to walk fast or even walk very far. By you actively making a choice and saying, today is going to be different. I am going to start by walking down the block and back. You are now telling your mental health that you are the one that's in control. You are no longer letting your mental health control you. The internet has provided so many resources for ways that you can get active. Even if you're too nervous about being out in the community at first, YouTube offers workout videos for all levels of physical fitness. Pinterest and other websites offer at-home workout plans that require no machines whatsoever. But you have to be the one to make the decision to say, I'm taking control of my body. I'm taking control of my mental health. You have the power and the authority to make that change. You are the one that is worthy of being your best. You are the one that is in charge of saying, I can be better than I am today. I want to thank you for joining me on another episode of the Soundness of Mind Sidekick. Remember to smile because you're awesome. Today is a great day to have a great day. And I will see you all next time. Bye.